this podcast is brought to you by Midwinter. These guys were a startup, an entrepreneurial startup some 10 years ago, way before it was even cool to be a tech startup, and have since then gone on to win every single award year after year after year when it comes to financial advice software. I use them. Uh, I know a lot of people that have, and if you haven't already jumped onto the new way of doing business, which is all cloud-based and API, so it all talks to each other, then go look at yourself in the mirror and sort yourself out and go get Midwinter. Thanks, everyone, for jumping on uh, live and for anyone watching uh, the video. Today, we have Guy Freeman uh, with us, and Guy has been a financial planner for 10 years, uh, and now he is kind of... um, doing a lot of um, advertising, Facebook and Google advertising, uh, and uh, had seen some significant growth in his business over the last kind of uh, four years. Um, So we're just wanting to uh, really get some good tips. And now Guy's actually um, got a second business as well. Um, It's called RevDigitalMarketing.com, and he actually helps other financial advisors help market their business and, and um, get automated leads through Facebook and Google advertising. So thanks for joining us, Guy. No worries at all. So um, just give us a bit more idea about uh, your financial planning business and um, and also I'd really love to know how you've actually grown that business through uh, advertising. Yep. So uh Essentially, My Wealth Solutions was started uh, just at the end of 2011, and um, previous to that, I had uh, just my small uh, book of business, I guess you could say, and um, an old uh, school friend of mine, Ben Budge, um, who some of you might know, um, yeah, was in a bit of a transition period with his uh, with his other business, and he had his financial planning qualifications, so... We decided to, uh, you know, join up and, and start My Well Solution. So, I guess that on the outset of that, we, uh, you know, from a from a business planning perspective, we go, okay, well, you know, how are we going to generate leads? How are we going to generate revenue? What's 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 the uh, things we're going to focus on? And part of that really was um, just seeing some of the uh, there was a few dealer groups out there at that time um, who had um, set up. Um, some lead generation uh, stuff with certain people who were delivering, you know, 10 leads a week to to certain advisors. And our thought was, well, why don't we, you know, sort of build that framework ourselves? And, um, and that was going to be one of our, one of our main focuses, but more of a long-term sustainability sort of, sort of one, as well as your normal um, COIs, accountants and um, those type of things. So, um, it, it kicked off pretty quickly, actually, the, the online marketing side of things, so a lot quicker than we, we actually thought. So, And when I say online marketing, predominantly what we were doing initially was the search engine optimization stuff, um, and things have changed a lot over the last four to five years when we first started. Um, it was a lot easier to get you know ranking on first pages and, and, and uh, everything like that. Um, but, you know, it... it Although we're doing, I guess, some, uh, you know, probably not best practice stuff at that time. We, we had actually went out and hired someone at that time to do our SEO. And, um, so uh, did yeah. you hire internally or you went through an agency? for Through, through an agency. Um, so yeah. it really was a uh, one-man consultant. And he um, 
look, as I said, it probably wasn't best practice. We, we, we started generating leads pretty quickly from, you know, ranking on the first page of Google for some, for some keywords. And then when a few of the Google updates come through, uh, we actually uh, dropped off the face of the earth for six to 12 months. So, um, you know, mm. it's, it's just something to be careful of. You want to be doing the right stuff and um, because you go from generating leads and generating revenue to basically being, um, you know, nothing but overnight essentially. Um, so, mm. and that led us to, you know, then, you know, start doing things. ourselves internally uh that you know being myself and then also some other avenues for leads other than just the what they call search engine optimization as well and that was through some of the paid paid uh, advertising at that time yeah cool um yeah and uh, like just to, just to get an idea and when we start generating leads like within about um you know three years we um basically were able to generate over seven figures just from the online stuff so um you know, I think we, we sort of come in at a good time and we're able to, um, um, you know, now basically be sustainable up at those levels on first page for a lot of keywords and, and we continue to work on it. But as I said, things have changed a fair bit since we first started too. Yeah, cool. So you, you mentioned up to, up to seven figures. I'm, I'm a super numbers geek. Uh, I love asking other advisors about uh what was your growth in terms of, uh, I'd love to know, your top-line revenue growth and predominantly what um, percentage of that growth would you attribute to uh, either SEO, marketing or paid paid marketing? Yep, so each year since we essentially started, we've grown by uh, the first couple of years, it was close to 100% uh, year on year and now wow. we're, we're still sitting at 50% growth on our revenue. Um, yeah, well. from. From, from a split, like initially it was predominantly the online marketing. It did take us a little while to um, start building some of our COIs and, and then to start actually giving us leads. Um, so whereas initially 100% of that was online, um, we've sort of now got it to about 70% online, 30% um, from uh, accounting practices now. So um, I mean, that's, I that's massive. Like there wouldn't be many advice businesses out there generating 70% of their leads from, from online marketing. Yeah. And I, I guess that's probably, we, we probably persisted where a lot of other people wouldn't, I guess. So I think, I think we were really lucky initially to, to um, actually receive some leads pretty early on in the process of, of actually paying someone from a, consulting point of view and we just saw that how good it actually was to be able to like you literally wake up in the morning and you have an inquiry in your inbox and you, you give them a call and although you know from a uh, conversion perspective it's not as high as obviously getting an accountant lead because of obvious reasons someone's just coming purely over mm -hmm. the internet um you know it's just we, we just love that and the fact that you know essentially the way that we split it with our um accountants is a 2020 split on revenue Whereas now our online leads, um, basically it's it's my time in terms of actually being able to spend on the online marketing and generate those leads. So we, we love that bit about it too. Mm. And how much um, how much were you spending in the early days? Like, so if we're looking at some of the um, new advice businesses or, or advice businesses who are turning over a lot less, how much were you spending 
um, maybe as a percentage oh. of your revenue back in the early days on just on the actual paid advertising. Yeah, not, so not even I, I guess the uh, to give you an idea of exact numbers, we're paying 500 bucks a month to the consultant. Uh, and then from a paid advertising, it was yeah. about 1200 bucks we were averaging um, on a on, on a monthly basis. So that that's sort of the numbers there. Um, but but to give you an idea, like we we, yeah, we okay. always found that the um, uh, the SEO the the search engine optimization leads were a lot better than the paid. But um, you know we figured if we're only spending twelve hundred dollars a month on paid advertising and we got one client out of that, um, the numbers from a return on investment point of view looked awesome as well. So we continued on with that. Um, We've changed a bit now. We don't do any of the paid advertising except when we want to boost some really good content that we're producing. So um, the world has changed and it's going to continue to change in the way that, um, you know, you can actually advertise and, and the best ways to build trust and be relevant as well going forward. Okay, awesome. So you don't pay – so you still you said you still get around 60 to 70% yeah. of your – new leads yep. through online and how are you getting yeah, so, them now? Is it more SEO? Or yeah, yeah, exactly. Because so you're not it, it's them, because, so it? from the way things have progressed is that search engine optimization is important. So the way that you structure your pages, you've got to have things like meta descriptions and, um, you know, you want, you want to make sure that your, your page titles are all relevant and all those type of things are good. And um, people linking to your site is still really important. However, um, the, where we've seen uh, more and more growth from is being able to produce some really good content in a really quick, easy way. So we love video now because you can um, record your video. You don't even have to show your face, really. If you, you know, do a slide deck on Keynote or PowerPoint and record your screen and talk at the same time, you know, have that transcribed and then have a relevant opt-in uh, at the bottom of your um at the bottom of your your blog page as well. So uh, things have changed in terms of relevance. So when when you, as an example, um, if you got someone, you know, you've done a blog article about how do I retire at 60 years old, you don't want an opt-in saying, um, get your free seven tips on the best money management tools as an example. You, you want something more relevant at, at the bottom of that. So the other thing with video, you can transcribe it. So it's good from an SEO point of view, all the, you know, uh, Google picks that up as uh, good content. And then um, what we actually do then, if we, we think it is going to be a winner, that's when we boost it from a paid point of view. So we'll go on to um, and syndicate it through all the channels, through YouTube, through um, uh, Facebook, uh, not so much Twitter, I guess. That's not where we see a lot, a lot of stuff. But then what you can do on Facebook is really easily just boost it mm -hmm. to a target audience. Um, and what I mean by that, pay... 20 to 30 bucks and boost that piece of content to drive people back to your website about that article, which is rele really relevant to uh, what, they're, what they're actually looking for in terms of that target. Yeah, cool. All right. So um, if you've got any questions, guys, anyone who's watching, um, feel free to write the questions. Um, we'll get time to ask them later. Um, but I'd love to get into like a bit more kind of uh, tactical details about how you do it. Uh, who, who have you got writing that content? Because, I mean, we're actually looking at doing similar stuff with uh, the XY Live stuff, Clayton's running all that. 
Uh, he's the boss with all that. So um, <laughs> doing uh, video and, and writing content as well. But how, how do you actually do that? Yeah, so um, in your business? Initially, it was getting professional content writers to do that uh, in terms of writing articles. So a, a, a really simple um, way to actually get some good content topics is um, to, like, I'll use the example of someone wanting to retire at 60 years old. Just start typing that into your Google bar and you'll notice that, you know, four or five um, suggestions drop down underneath that. And what those suggestions are are what people actually are typing into Google uh, to, to, you know, to find out those questions. And the longer that, that phrase is, the more specific and more relevant you can actually be. So you type in, how do I retire at 60? in your Google search bar, four or five actual um, uh, relevant things that people are typing into Google will, will pop up at that time. So th- there's some really good examples of ways to then use that as the title for your for your article. Um, the, the, the way that I love producing content now, and I think it is uh, the easiest, is just to do, you know, short uh, three to, to seven minute videos. Um, and as I said, it doesn't have to be actually yourself, um, you know, and your face and setting up a professional, um, a professional studio because that can be quite expensive. Initially, all you need is like what, what Clayton's got there, a pair of those little earphones and um, producing a PowerPoint or a slide deck um, <laughs> that's got some, you know, possibly some images or just even some key words that you're talking about. And then going away and getting that transcribed. So rev.com is a great service. A dollar per minute, they'll actually uh, transcribe the audio. And then because you've got the video there, you upload that to YouTube. That's one channel you've got there is, uh, you know, YouTube and and putting that out to your audience as well as other people searching. Uh, You've got the content there for your blog. So you'll have the video, the audio, and also the actual contents itself from transcription. And then um, you're able to push that out through your other channels as well, whatever you, you're working on. So Facebook's a really good example. You'll put a little blurb on Facebook and send them back to your send them back to your blog. Um, so that's, that's the best way I like it better because you produce one, yeah. one thing, it'd be a video, and then you can put it out through a lot, a lot of different channels, which is, a, you know, my opinion, the best use of your time and a really smart way to do it. Yeah, awesome. Um, and so you said you're a seven-figure seven figure business. Yeah, so uh, we've, how many staff uh, do you guys we're have? continuing to grow. Actually, we just employed another power planner uh, this week. So we've got two power planners in the office and we've got four um, people who help us out from the admin side of things. So they're all full-time. And then there's my um, myself and, and Ben who are the advisors in the business. So Ben, Ben's been a predominant advisor and, yeah. I, you know, I've been obviously, um, uh, you know, advising as well, seeing new clients and then obviously uh, taking a more focus on the online marketing side of things to generate the leads. Yeah, cool. So you got you got eight people, you're turning over a million bucks a year or plus. Um, so how much content are you actually producing every single week or every single month? Like uh, are you doing five videos a week or is it more just one video a week, one blog yeah. and one um, other piece of content? 
just give us a rough idea yeah, about so your size of business and what content you amount, But when we were actually like really cranking was about one piece of content per week. Um, and we found that was enough to, to keep in touch with people, keep in front of people and to keep generating leads at a, at a fairly significant level. Um, you know, a, a really good uh, tip actually is that what we found has worked really well for us and we notice when people come in from our online marketing is to get your Google business page set up properly. Um, so I don't know if people have seen that before, but essentially you can claim your business on Google and when they type in um, something that's specific, as ex example, say financial advisor Brisbane, um, the map is one of the first things that comes up on the page. So the higher up on the page, the better. And Google business is actually one of the best ones to do that. Um, we've then spent the last three years getting some good reviews up there. So if they, people see five-star reviews on your um, Google business, then um, you know, you're going to be in a lot better position for people to click on your site and go through. So that's one simple tip that doesn't cost much money, really. Uh, it's just a matter of a bit of planning, get the business page structured rightly, and also then find people in your um, list who've got Gmail email addresses because they're the only ones that can leave reviews. And um, we, we simply just rewarded them, uh, gave them a $30 gift voucher if they left a review on our um, on our Google business. And, we, you know, it, it's, it's hard to actually judge how much comes through by that, but we do notice a lot of people saying, um, you know, we saw that you've got really good reviews on Google and, and that's why we've come and seen you. Um, so that's one... I, I was just going to say that's that's an amazing tip. Like, how easy is that for every advisor just to go through their client base, say, type in who is uh, at gmail.com and then just send them a quick email, say, I'd love you to, you know, review the business page. Um, and so, and so easy. And it, it just that? continues to build that little bit of trust all the way through because if you've got somebody who's searching for an advisor online, um, you know, as I said, the, the trust thing's a lot different if they're coming from an accountant, I guess. So you've just got to be doing, you know, small little things along the way. And we've set up some things through throughout that process where they, they find us through Google, whether it's SEO, paid, whatever it is, is then when they come to our um, website, you've just got little, you know, little things that help the trust. So we've got a number of video testimonials now of our clients. If you go to mywellsolutions.com.au, you can have a look at those. Um, and look, we paid, you know, a thousand, I think it was $1,500 all up for someone to come in and shoot them. And obviously, uh, we were thankful of the clients at their time, but we sort of tied it in with their review as well. So, um, it's another way to, to build trust. And then, um, you know, even awards we think has probably helped along the way as well. So Ben won the rising star of the year award. Um, well, probably unfairly, let's be honest. Well, <laughs> he was up against me. Oh, that's I right. Think he I must think, have paid I think there could have been a few gift vouchers floating around for that as well, possibly. So. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and then oh. so once people actually do make contact with us, then we've you've still got to continue building the trust. So we've set up some automation through our um, uh, online marketing software. So we use uh, Active Campaign. So it's an email marketing. Um, system that you can automate emails um, to people as soon as they make an inquiry then we start building their trust we start telling them about our investment beliefs introducing them to the team letting them know what to expect at the meeting um, you know once we meet with them we obviously make sure we're doing everything right there we've got a drinks menu 
Uh, they go away from that meeting. If they want an SOA produced, then we've got another set of automation emails that actually happens telling them what the, what the process is from here. So, um, you know, really important uh, is to build those little tiny bits into your process to build that trust so you increase those conversion rates. So that's the other thing that we've really concentrated on is, um, you know, get into your Google Analytics um, I don't know how many people, you know, when when I talk to them, don't even have that set up for their website. It's a free tool by Google, and it gives you every single piece of information you need to know about people who are visiting your website, how long they're staying on there, what pages they're liking the most, um, and that just gives you those little clues, again, to start building, you know, some good content. And then, you know, you think from a conversion point of view, I think we're all pretty good with numbers. You, you increase, say, you've got a 1,000 visitors to your website a month, and only 0.5% of those are actually making inquiry. Well, if you can do some things to your website to make that up to 1%, well, you've doubled your inquiries. And those small numbers are the, you know, the things that really add up in terms of um, um, you know, building up some, some good revenue. Yeah, awesome. All right, so we're going to kind of throw it over to questions. Clay, you can kind of run this if you've got any other questions that you've thought of throughout the thing. Yeah, we'll yeah, yeah. Other um, people's questions. Yeah, I'll just start with um, Guy first. Thank you. And then second, um, mate, you've got uh, all these people come to your websites and you mentioned something about an opt-in. I, I wanted yes, to ask, definitely. are you growing huge, it's, a, it's a huge thing. So. We, we initially probably this wasn't something that we did very well at all to begin with um, and it's uh, you're spot on with that because your email list is is an asset to the business at the end of the day if you can although someone we, we would go on straight to the jugular I guess you could call it say come in for an appointment and that was essentially what we would how we we're generating inquiry yeah. so not everyone's going to be at that stage where they're ready to do that um, however if they only visit your website once, and you've really only got that one chance to sort of capture any sort of detail from from, from them. So um, something that we've got um, a lot better at, and, and I think I, I mentioned this before, is to have something that's really relevant in terms of an opt-in dependent on what page they're actually visiting. So you can have sort of a general one, um, but a really good example is um, we, we've built a entire blog and opt-in around um, people using a, a money management software that we've sort of hooked on the back to and and starting to build a, a fairly significant list there on a free trial version um, and we can you know within a couple of months we're up to 150 email addresses and names um, so you, th you think about that although um, we haven't had any come across to actually coming in for an appointment is that you can continue the dialogue and, and keep communicating with them and, and um, at the right time put, put some offers out there that um, hopefully they'll they'll turn into to clients at the end of the day. So, yep, spot on to you, that's it of the business. So you've got you got content going out. Uh, let's let's just call it uh, retirees and young yep. people. We'll make it really simple. You've got two two streams going out. They um, drawn to a landing page um, in which they're offered a lead magnet applicable to their demographic, and they join a an email um, database in which and then say Infusionsoft or something kicks exactly. in and then yep. sends them on the process, and all that's automated. <laughs> You're, and even though I can say that, I've never done it. That makes me phenomenal. And me just 
I don't know what I am. Yeah, I paid for so, a subscription, um, but haven't done it. So it's, uh, it's just really good to hear that someone's doing it. Yeah. Okay, I got I got a couple of questions from uh, the floor. First one's from Jenny. Um, can you tell us more about your client base and um, and how do you make sure that the content suits who who you're talking to? But I guess you, you sort of mentioned that before when you said um, your Facebook advertising specifically. Well, that, that's, to, that's part uh, that of it. Is that how that's right. So when, when you're producing content, um, we, 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 our client base is very predominantly, you know, we've got younger people. I guess that's the sort of people who were initially searching on Google. But um, it's amazing that the types of people that you do actually get making inquiries from your website, but they're predominantly younger people. You know, I'd say the sweet spot's really between that 25 to 40 years old. Um, however, because we do have a very, you know, yeah. the, the client base is, um, you know, at, at each sort of life stage, we, we produce, we try and produce content um, that is specific to, to one of those life stages However, as you said, Clayton, when, when we go to boost that post, we don't want to boost it if it's about budgeting um, to 60-year-olds. We, we boost it to people who are in that, you know, that budgeting phase, I guess, is, is the important yeah. bit. Um, and the way that we look at it, when we're actually um, putting a newsletter out to our client base, which is some of the content that we produced as well as um, uh, just a newsletter that we've purchased, um, you know, there's, a, there's something there for everybody and they don't need to click on the... They don't need to click on the stuff that they're not interested in, I guess. Um, importantly about that sort of stuff, when you're pushing stuff out to your database, your clients and everything like that, you want them coming back to your website. Um, don't be giving them any full articles. You just want that little blurb and then you want them coming back to your website. more you can do that, the more in Google's eyes that um, you know, you're an authority, I guess. Um, so just another little tip there, I guess, to, to help that out. Right. That's a great one, um, which which then sort of answers uh, the question from Mark uh, who asked what type of plans coming through. So you'd say generally the younger kind of clients. Yeah, so uh, kind of, I guess uh, the way we look, uh, we've got strategy. what we call our foundation of wealth and they're really um, those people who are looking to save for a house and, um, you know, looking to get control of their finances and get their foundations in place. So get their super sorted out and get a bit of personal protection in place. Um, then we've got our pathway to wealth with, those guys are looking yep. to start oh, yeah. accumulating wealth, so they might have a bit of equity in their home or they've got a lump sum there that they want to invest as well, whether that be in shares or property, as well as obviously setting their foundations at that time. So predominantly it's the pathway to wealth clients that we're seeing uh, come through um, and then um, you know probably about 20% in foundations and, and around 10% with the wealth, what we call wealth management clients, those guys that are you know on the way to start looking you know how to how to fund their retirement so that's sort of how it's split okay so yeah just, so just level, i'd what say roughly around 70 percent for the pathway to wealth and then 20 percent for the foundations and 10 percent for the for the wealth management uh but sorry just just on that okay. so it, again it's what question. you focus sorry, on mate. so um it, it's amazing, uh, you know, and it's probably something we'll probably begin focusing on soon is if you really want to focus on wealth management clients, we'll produce that type of content, some really good content, and then go find ways to syndicate it and put it in front of those people. And um, Facebook is now probably our preferred platform, I guess, um, even other than Google AdWords. Um, 
you know, because uh, just of the amount of people that are using it and the platform's actually really, really easy to use and really easy to boost some good content that you like as well. So, Yeah, great. Um, and final question with three minutes to go and then I'll let uh, Phil wrap up here is from James. And are you using social media publishing tool uh, such as... Yep, so Buffer, we're using Hootsuite. Hootsuite. Like um, uh, but the important thing around that as well is to um, have a a, um, a message for each one of those platforms that's a little bit different um, because you've got different people using using them predominantly. So if you can sort of change your message just slightly and, again, always be driving them back to your blog, your own thing that you own. You don't... And that's exactly the same for any other um, publishing content out there. Don't publish your whole article on Facebook or have a video, um, you know, that's fully on there. You, you want them always coming back to your blog because um, Facebook, you can easily press play for a video and keep scrolling through your feed uh, or read an article as an example, whereas what you really want them to do is come back to your website and then start engaging with some of your other stuff there. And as we were talking about before, um, you know, opt in in some way so you start building that list and then you can start offering them different things throughout the process too. Cool. Great. No, it sounds really good. Um, and I know just your point on making sure that you've got different message for different platform. I know Jenny Brown is a stickler for that. She gets annoyed at any advisor who just pumps out the same stuff on, on all the different platforms. So just a shout out to you, Jenny. I remember getting told off by her once. Um, <laughs> so thanks heaps for coming, Guy. Um, as with anything that we do, we could give uh, unlimited information to uh, people, but they're just not actioning it like me and Clayton confessed to, uh, that we're not doing it uh, at all or well. And I know you've got a business, so in the last minute, Give us a plug why <laughs> we should use Rev Digital Marketing. Or yeah, what, so what do we do? What, what do I've actually it? done is um, we, we that strategy of actually publishing content um, quickly and easily and then being able to boost it. And the other thing I didn't mention was the remarketing stuff that's available now where you can follow people around different websites. That's, um, you know, that's become really, really uh, popular and, and actually increases your conversions hugely. So what I've actually done is just put together a small cheat sheet um, for everyone that's actually come come on today. And so I think I can, if I just stick the, there's a URL, URL there. The and then the, so um, you might have to, uh, you know, enter your email address in that one and, and you'll get sent, you know, the uh, cheat sheet of each stage and sort of what it looks like and the best ways to do that and, and the platforms that we use as well to, to make it easy and as simple as possible. Awesome. No, that's so good. Super helpful. Um, we we can hear about marketing stuff all day long. Uh, and I know I've kind of dropped many of um, hours trying to learn about this stuff and actually not doing anything. Um, so what you're doing is really, really great and really helpful. Um, so thanks, everyone, for coming. We are right on time and we want to be really respectful of everyone's time and make sure we finish exactly on the dot. So thanks, Clayton, for coming and filling in for Ben Nash. Uh, and thanks heaps for Guy for uh, coming in and teaching us all that you've kind of learnt to no build your business over seven figures. Awesome. 
So thanks guys. We're going to be posting a video on YouTube and we promise, I know I said it last fortnight, but I promise we'll do it this fortnight. Finally, Clayton's gotten around to doing the stuff that we need to do. Um, So look out for that over the coming days. Thanks everyone for jumping in and we'll see you next fortnight. And we'll actually, Clay, who are we getting to next fortnight? Yes. uh, Oh yeah, really good. We've got Brenton uh, who has started a, he's a financial advisor has been for uh, about 15 years and he's built a, um, a financial services company that's about to be listed and he's quite a, a fantastic entrepreneur. So uh, there's going to be some really cool stuff next week, uh, next fortnight as well. Awesome. So make sure you look out for that, guys, and we'll put up a lab session that you can join in over the next few days. Thanks, guys. Bye.